ready to grow your business by building relationships online and offline? Are you looking for a system to attract new prospects and nurture your past clients? Maybe you're a business owner, a sales professional, or an entrepreneur. If you are, then great. Join me, Janice Porter, as we blast past your barriers to success and explore the power of relationships for your business. And welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Relationships Rule Podcast. As usual, I am your host, Janice Porter, and my special guest this week is Maria Marinakis, coming to us from Las Vegas area. Yes? Yes. yes. So, so nice to have you on the show. First of all, Maria, welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. I didn't even practice your name. It just came out. It was a, I love that Greek name. It's, yeah, we talked about that off camera, how I knew people here. Um, with the same last name. So uh, it was familiar to me. But also, um, uh, what was I going to say? Yes, that we met on LinkedIn. And that's what I love. No, you were referred to me by somebody I met on LinkedIn. But that's how it goes as well. And and so that is always um, special to me because I love LinkedIn and it's it's bringing me great people. So, um, and you are one of those people. I know that... Um, well, first of all, I, I'm not going to read your bio. I'm going to put it up after. But what I know about you is that you're very caring and very committed to the work that you do. And I just wondered if you would just give the my audience a snippet as to you know your work and what you do. Uh, well, for the last three decades plus, I've been in the child welfare and mental health uh, sector of, of business world and life. And I found that uh, as much as, and I love working with my little people and parents and teachers, being in a classroom, all of that. Um, as I was working with adults in, you know, in my coaching practice, I found that a lot of the the same principles apply, right? And we think we are adults having a rational conversation. You know, we we show up in our uniforms, our suits and our ties and heels and purses and yes. makeup, whatever. And we think we're two adults having a conversation when it's really our inner two-year-olds uh, with our unmet needs trying to still make that happen even in the workplace. And, uh, and I see it play out uh, almost daily. So that's yeah, so, so true. That's so true. I remember back to um, when I was a teacher and uh, I taught little ones and I remember doing show and tell and the kids all sitting in a circle on the floor and somebody's showing their, you know, their little item, their treasure, and everyone else has got their hand up wanting to be next, not caring at all about what that child is showing. And then I went and I was a corporate trainer um, years later and I was I was training a group in a boardroom from a car dealership and we were showing them their new phone system. I was showing them their new phone system and they were all gathered around and everybody, you know, car salespeople, they're very talkative type, they're outgoing, whatever. Everybody's talking. Everyone's got their hand up wanting to say something. And then there's a class clown. And it was just like teaching elementary school. Like we are exactly the same when you're sure. teaching adults, the same thing. So I totally get what you're talking about. Yeah, we carry uh, those little personalities with us. Right? Exactly, exactly. So um, I know that I read on your website also, and I can tell from having conversations with you before that you, like me, you're a relationship person. You love to build relationships and you it's easy to talk to you. 
And, but I do also know that I saw on your website, I'm just going to zip over here for a second, that you have always been an adventurer and a risk taker. Share uh, with me and my audience one of those things, one of those risk taking things that you did. Just for yeah, it's sometimes more risk taking than others. And I always say I've taken so many leaps of faith, some by choice and others by default, <laughs> as, as you know, life sometimes brings us uh, situations where we have to sink or swim. So, uh, but yeah, like I, I left my, um, I had a very secure job working with, uh, locally the Las Vegas Paiute tribe and writing a ton of grants built up, you know, just a beautiful, as my then supervisor called it, you know, build your empire. Just yes. tell me what you're doing along the way is one of my, my best mentors and, um, and supervisors ever. And I felt like I had taken it as far as it, it would go. And um, I was in a meeting one day and I just, I, you know, it was the same old, same old, here we go with the same yeah. bureaucracy and we're collaborating with the state. And I was like, how many more years can I do this? Is this, have I gone as far? And that day I gave in my notice. Wow. I had nothing else planned or, yeah. or there. I had just written my parenting book. So that's all I had going. And uh, I just took that leap of faith. I was like, I really want to affect more people in a more positive way uh, as much as I can. And so, you that know, people thing. thought I was crazy. They're <laughs> like, you're leaving your secure job, yes, your retirement, yeah. your everything. And I was like, you know, you only live, I hate to, yeah. you know, sound whatever, like the kids say YOLO, you know, you only live <laughs> once. Uh, but seriously, and the time to do that, and especially the time to really mess up is when you're younger and you have more time to recuperate yeah. and come back stronger. But I can say whether it was uh, my choice or anyone else's uh, or by default, like I say, uh, I've always come back stronger and better and happier uh, each and every time. And as far as other crazy risk take, like I like jumping out of planes, oh I've done, um, you know, other paragliding. Oh, I wow. love heights, uh, which might surprise people are usually. Yeah, no, it's not me. I, we had, we have a. a we're in a townhouse and the townhouse next door was for sale. It just sold, but um, I went in to see it because it had all been redone and they've put um, it's two levels and they've got a staircase that's got glass on the side. And then you mm. go up to the second level and it's all glass. And I like got dizzy. Like that was it for me. Get me down from here. So I could never <laughs> have that. Cause I'm, I'm afraid of heights. So I I'm not, you, I'm not with you there, but that's, <laughs> That's pretty impressive. So um, uh, you are a member, I think, of the uh, NSA, the National Speakers Association, and you are you do keynote speaking and and um, speaking and and uh, for organizations and corporate and all of that. So tell me what what your most popular topic is that you talk about when you go into an organization because. Again, I'm in awe of people who can keynote speak do it well, because the biggest thing that my challenge is, is telling stories and making people laugh. And that's, I think, part of it that makes you so special when you know what you're doing. Oh, absolutely. Well, you have to be able to laugh at yourself or, mm -hmm. or we have to be able to laugh I at ourselves yes. and, and whatever uh, situation or venue we're in. 
And in the past, I've done a lot of work uh, surrounding team building and navigating through change in organizations. And now the shift, especially post-pandemic, as you know, uh, mental health is at the forefront. And a lot of us were faced with our own mental health issues, you know, and how do we stay uh, well, you know, in our headspace? Uh, when faced with adversity, job loss, having to stay inside, you know, all of, all of the things we went through with the, right. this whole pandemic thing. And so I, I think also there's been um, some more recent Gallup polls about, uh, I think 40% of folks that were uh, surveyed said that their job was affecting their mental health in a negative way. And another 7% uh, said that their job was affecting their mental health in a negative way, very extremely. Mm-hmm. So that's almost half of the people in the workforce, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, employers may or may not care, uh, you know, about mental health per se, but they do care about their bottom line. And the thing is, uh, when we're not feeling well ourselves, uh, I'm seeing people, of course, we call in sick, you know, I call it Monday-itis, you know, nobody wants to go back yeah, into the yeah. office on a Monday, or they just want to have the covers over their head. Uh, they don't, uh, if they're not feeling appreciated, they don't feel like they have a purpose in their work. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of factors that go into it along with our personal lives, right? Mm-hmm. And so I see the need for that, um, definitely from the mental health and and personal side, because that's what I'm about. Mm -hmm. But from the employer side, uh, or corporate side, they should be concerned if they're not, because they're losing uh, productivity. Folks are not coming into the office. They're taking mental health days as they should, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But if work is negatively affecting them, it's also negatively affecting their performance on the job, their effectiveness, productivity, all of that. And that, of course, affects the bottom line. So that is the shift that I'm seeing more recently. Are um, you finding that when you do those kinds of presentations, do you get engagement from the audience? Do they want to? Do they want people to know that they're struggling because maybe the um, the powers to be are sitting at the back of the room and that kind of thing? Well, I think I speak for them. I do a lot, whenever I do a a talk, I do a lot of homework ahead of time. So definitely I'm talking with, whether it's a meeting planner or whoever is bringing me in about what challenges their organization is facing. And then I do a, a pretty detailed survey monkey form that remains anonymous uh, to the company. And uh, so that gives me the insider scoop on what's really going on. So yes, you're you're right. In some cases, and again, depends how small, if it's a smaller audience, you know, they're less likely if the powers that be are right there to say, you know, I just can't take this anymore. Right. Um, Or, uh, you know, to share personal types of things. Uh, but I know after the talk, people are waiting to tell me their personal stories yeah. after the fact. Yeah. So I can get a, a finger on the pulse of what's happening in general uh, across several organizations. So I can sh- share at my next upcoming. Well, right. you know, I won't say where, but yes. <laughs> my last talk, I had folks coming up to me and sharing, you know, the following stories. And mm-hmm. my guess is it's the same for or similar for you all here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Good point. For sure. So we don't have to call them out, uh, you know, personally or, or right. to divulge their personal uh, 
issues or affairs, but we do get to the heart of the matter. And, and it's not that difficult of a fix. You know, people just, again, it goes back to the relationships, you know, relationships rule. I always say relationships are everything. Yes. Um, it's not just slightly important. It's everything. So if you have a good relationship with the folks that you work with, uh, the folks that you supervise or mentor or otherwise lead, uh, you know, it's a night and day difference when you go into an organization that has a, cu- a culture of caring and listening mm-hmm. and validating their employees, mm-hmm. uh, and working with their strengths and being vested in their progression, whether it's within that agency or organization or somewhere else, right? And, and having it, like, a, sorry, having an open door policy to come in and be, to, to have someone to talk to if you're having issues, right? Sure. And yeah. like just caring about them as a human being, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there's all this talk with uh, this new artificial intelligence and chat GPT are the robots, the machines are taking over. I know, I know. But uh, but we're not machines, we're humans, right? And, and we have feelings, uh, some of us uh, wear them on our sleeves, others are more reserved and stoic. Uh, but we all are dealing with something and we've all been affected, whether it's uh, the pandemic, I think, is an overarching umbrella of, of things that we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, you know, people have, have loss in their lives. They have changes. They have new relationships, relationships ending, you know, problems with their children. Mm-hmm. Uh, or they call it, what is, I hear this term, the sandwich generation. You know, that's, yes. you know, they have young children or young teens at home, but they're also taking care of elderly parents. And so it's a lot of stress on somebody. So, uh, you know, it's great to say, yeah, leave it at the door. But again, we're not robots. We're yeah, exactly. Good point. Have you tried that GPT? (laughs) Yes, I have. Oh, we can have a great conversation (laughs) of that. Mind blown. Yeah, it's pretty (laughs) scary stuff, though. It really is to think that, you know, what is it? They somebody did a test with it where it um, it passed a college entrance exam or something. Oh, I didn't know it has that. They're doing (laughs) lots of tests with these things. But anyway, I just think the the law industry is going to get richer because they're going to have a whole new, um, you know, industry in in, uh, AI law and all of that's got to come down. And, and, uh, you know, a lot of people are going to find themselves out of a uh, not graduating or, you know, with plagiarism and all of these things but at the same time for a small business owner it's really quick helpful to have that quick input to start from when you're doing something but anyway that's another another story if if you are familiar with Alex Hormozzi love him and his wife Layla uh they are uh very successful business owners and uh, I can send you a link to his YouTube video where he talks about this and that is when I I first got the the full overview of what yes. the capabilities are, both in a very positive way and also, of course, the negative. Yeah. And as with any new technology, we've got to figure out what, you know, what kinds of checks and balances to exactly. put into place. But um, it has some exciting it does. possibilities. It does. I um I've been watching a series that CBS Sunday mornings doing on it. And the first mm-hmm. one they did was on it from an art perspective. So mm-hmm. all these graphic designers are like, you know, biting the bullet because it's drawing these things and it's like unbelievable. And then the next one was on the writing piece and uh 
And then there's another one that they just showed about, um, oh, what was it? Um, I can't remember, but it was another whole um, uh, side to, to it. What was mm-hmm. it? It was, oh, it was uh, deep fakes. They were doing deep. Oh, fake yes. Videos. That's yeah. scary. That part yeah. is very scary. Yeah. Yeah. So, so who knows? Yeah. I mean, it's just the world's changing very fast. And um, some of it is exciting and some of it's scary. So there you go. So um, you mentioned earlier that you uh, had written a parent parenting book because I don't know if you've written a, another one. Forgive me if I... Um, if I don't have that information, but I know you talk about you're the founder of 10 minute parenting. And I want to know more about that because, um, you know, I have a three and a half year old granddaughter. She's the love of my life and she's exhausting. And I only have her like a very small amount of time. And I look forward to having her because, you know, I want to have that bond with her. I want to have that time with her, but she never sleeps. And she, I do stuff in the house usually with her, you know, my husband will, and sometimes we both do, but he will take her down to the park. Like he babysat on Sunday because I went out with my daughters for a treat. And um, he took her down to the park, which is down the driveway, a long way to the street, across the street to the park with a soccer ball. And they played soccer, all kicked the soccer ball all around the field. And she go, 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 go. And then she's um, on the swings and she found a new friend she was playing with. And then they kicked the soccer ball all the way home. She didn't complain. She didn't want to be carried or anything like that. But he gets home and he's like ready for a nap. <laughs> and now and she's, she's like, what's home. next? <laughs> yes, exactly. So we're doing a jigsaw puzzle on the floor when we got home. But uh, so I just want to hear your take on parenting. And uh, like, um, I, I'm guessing 10 minute, 10 minute parenting is like um, quality instead of quantity. But um, but we have to deal with um, so many other things today that make right. it- as parents. Right. Well, and I always say, uh, well, the tagline to that was 10 minute parenting. You're only 10 minutes away from a great relationship with your child. Right. Mm -hmm. And that, that means being fully present. Right. And the 10 minute part came um, the original book, which I'm doing an update, a a huge overhaul and update to uh, is parenting infants and toddlers without going nuts and a, a crazy title, but that's what parents at the time that I was working with Uh, would tell me all the time. They'd be like, oh my gosh, I love my kid, but he's driving me nuts. I just, I don't know what else to do. And so the 10 minute parenting came about um, because my brother and his wife at the time were, you know, had a, they had their son in their mid Mm forties and very different than when you're in your twenties or thirties even. Right. And he would say, I'm, you need to do a a book or something or focus for those of us that are exhausted. And he would (laughs) would tell me like, I get home, I'm exhausted. I finally sit down in in my chair and he wants to play. And, and he, it was so funny because he acted it out for me. He goes, I'd be like, come on, bring bring the game, bring it over here, you know, like to the side of the chair. So he doesn't have to get up. And I'm like, well, dude, you, you better fake it real quick. Yeah. Right. Or you, you have to find ways to rejuvenate yourself. Right. Um, and also uh, you can make play dates with your kids too. I mean, it doesn't always have to be, and you can also involve them like really children, especially young children, the best, um, 
the best reinforcer for them is time spent with you, someone they love, right? You doing something they enjoy and you can make anything enjoyable. You can go to the grocery store and make it a fun experience. I I used to take my, my grand nephew, he's now 14 and his voice has changed. He's taller than (laughs) I, uh, I don't know who this creature is, but (laughs) when he was little and we'd go to the grocery, you know, we would do racing. I I would pretend that, you know, the uh, grocery cart uh, I was like, I can't control it. I don't know. It keeps wanting to spin. And he would just giggle and crack oh, yeah. up and laugh. And he would be involved with, okay, let's make our list. What are we going to get? What should we get? And then, okay, you need to be my, you know, my uh, detective here yes. and find where are the tomatoes? Where are the whatever? Yes. How many should we get? What do you think we can make with this? And then we'd come home and we'd cook together. And um, at that age, he loved using a mixer. You know, he really likes, um, he's probably still does, a little mechanical devices. And I would just make up stuff for him to mix. (laughs) And my... My nephew and his wife would come home and be like, what are you, what are you doing? I'm like, mind your business. Bye-bye. Right? We we got our thing going on here. So it's finding what they like. Um, And you can be productive. Yeah, it might take you a little bit longer, but um, guess what? You're going to have a better relationship with your child and you're going to have way more fun. Uh, I'm all about the fun. Yeah, it sounds like it. And and you're right. My, it's interesting to watch because, um, you know, there's a lot on my daughter's plate and she's, she's tired a lot and, you know, but she does spend time doing things with, uh, with her, with my granddaughter, with her daughter. Um, but, you know, for you to do that exercise and for me to do that exercise, we get to give them back. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit different when, you know, but yeah. I also noticed because now both my daughters and their families live together in a house, um, which is kind of fun. It's serving a purpose for both of them. But I see my other daughter diverting the attention of my granddaughter so my daughter can get a break and I see and she loves playing with with her auntie so it's just it's interesting to watch and so that dynamic is growing as well and it's it's you know it takes a village today and that's what it's yeah and it's a marathon it's not a a sprint but you you can do hence the that 10 minutes it's like you don't have to be that amazing entertaining parent you know uh, 24 7 but little spurts of that little like okay um, and what I'm seeing too, with uh, not to keep harping on the pandemic, but with folks working no, from true. home, yeah. the the lines uh, in many cases have gotten blurred. So it's like, well, you know, mommy or daddy's working, but you know, you're also taking care of the kids, and then afterwards yeah. you're taking care of the kids, but you're also yes. work taking work calls. So it's making that clear distinction. So when you're working, you are 100% working and focused on that. So you can be done with what you need. And then your mind is free to be able to focus on your child. And again, doesn't have to be don't have to be, uh, you know, going to Disneyland every weekend and doing crazy stuff. It can be having a conversation, it can be trying out new hairstyles, it can be painting your fingernails or whatever. Um, and, and doing everyday stuff, laundry, whatever, yes, exactly. you know, um, yeah. any of those things. And yeah. I'll give you a very creative, um, uh, like you were saying, when your husband was wiped out from yeah. the park, I had yeah. that experience with my nephew too. And I thought I'll tire him out. And then, well, so we, we got home and I was like, you know, and he goes, <laughs> yeah. oh, let's play, let's play hide and seek. <laughs> I'm like, wow, are you crazy? And I was like, you know what, Aunt, Auntie Riri, which is what he used yes. to call me because he couldn't say Maria. So yeah. Auntie Riri 
has special x-ray vision. I said, so you can go hide and I will tell you where you're hiding. You know, because he would always make so much noise. Like I could tell you're in the bedroom, you know, under the such and such, you know, and he'd always be giggling. So he was horrible at playing. (laughs) I know Amara is too. She always goes under the dining room table. And then she says, go and look for me. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So cute. I have so much fun with that. And, you know, that worked for a minute. So you have to be quick because kids are quick. Yes, they are. And they don't miss us. They don't miss a thing. It's true. No, no, Um, no. So what would you say? um, I'm just just looking at a note here that I'd written down or that you had written that um, you a part of your work, a big part of your work is is, I guess, teaching is what I would say, but coaching people about improving relationships at home and in business to increase personal fulfillment and career success so that that you can do more of what matters in business and in life. What would you say your top three or two um, things are that that help people in that in that direction to improve and increase, you know, whether their parents relationships, or not. Yeah. 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 Home relationships, friendships, yeah. those are yes. all very important, right. As, as well as our, our professional relationships right. and mentorships and, and those kinds of things. What I find, and this was a challenge for me as well as many folks that I later worked with is we tend to put ourselves last and uh, not to stereotype, but especially women yes. <laughs> will put ourselves last, you know? Um, and so, oh, let me, let me say yes to everything, right? Um, I'm going to work my 12 hour a day uh, job or business. And then, uh, oh yeah, I volunteered for the PTA. I have to bring like 85 cupcakes for yes. Valentine's or whatever. Right. And, and then, and so we commit ourselves to all of these things and then our personal relationships suffer and our own self-care suffers and we become resentful. Right. So we're not doing these things in a joyful way. And I I find that a lot of folks have issues with setting clear boundaries. Mm -hmm. And so I go back to, and I, I told you earlier, um, I had surveyed folks that I was working with, and I thought that, um, especially the parents, that it would be some behavioral issue they were having trouble with. And overwhelmingly, they came back with time management was their most pressing problem and need. Hmm. And when I looked at that, I was like, is it really time management? Is mm-hmm. it really, how do I fit one more thing into my already bursting schedule of events and projects and things, right? And in my humble opinion, that's not it. It's mm. setting proper priorities, right? Because if you're working on things that are really important to you and you're spending time where your values and your priorities are, then the other stuff really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You can't be all things to all people. You can do anything you want. You just can't do everything all at once, that's right? Fair. Yes. And so- I'm sure in that terrible yeah. movie that I just is gonna get all these Academy Awards, everything, everywhere- Oh, okay. If you I don't know, that. I've only seen 20 minutes of it. It's enough. Okay. <laughs> just seen. I have to yeah. go look that up. After oh my God. Year. It's weird. But anyway, okay. <laughs> yeah, um, so no. it's prioritizing yeah. and then everything else you say no to. 
and and clearing out and it's difficult for us you know we we yeah. want to be helpful and i'm the same way i want to help everybody yeah. but if i do that i know that i i can't help myself i'm going to burn out and you know to quote another overused you can't pour from an empty cup right so you have to fill yourself up first take care of yourself so physically emotionally mentally you're in a strong place and then what's most important to you if it's your family if it's your children or whatever whoever whomever um you take care of that first that comes first before anything else Mm -hmm. the other stuff will still be there a job will be there a side gig will be there, right? The business will be there. And, um, and the thing is, the more filled you are, the more you have to give energetically. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because how many people do you know, and for some of us, it may have been ourselves too, that, you know, you're wasted, you're exhausted, and like dragging yourself through the day. And there's a big difference between that and, and then being in flow. I mean, there are times where in the course of a morning, like a four hour morning, I can get more done mm-hmm. if I'm fully focused yes. uh, in that four hours than I could do in a whole week. Yes. So totally my goal is to get people operating in that flow. Yeah. All right. That makes a lot of access sense. that. Yeah. So then you do have time for the things that are important. So, and I suppose it's like anything else that when you're working with someone on that, it takes time to get them over that hump because they feel guilty if they're not doing this or whatever. And, um, oh shoot, what was I going to say? Um, uh, that to form the habit, it takes time as well. It's a new habit to do that. And so it's easy to fall off that wagon too. And well, right. And that's why we start with baby steps. And, you know, my, I hate, I don't know why I have an aversion to this whole coach title, you know, (laughs) I I know I'm a trainer. I'm not a coach. I guess it's a, a, yeah. And I, I feel more like that. And so I call myself a a action catalyst and real life strategist, right? Mm -hmm. So we have to get moving, right? We have to take some kind of action towards what we want to achieve, but it also has to be real life, right? Mm-hmm. I see so many people and, you know, we're just out of the, the new year where m- most everyone has given up on their resolutions, yes. but many times the reason why is like, oh, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do yoga and I'm going to meditate. Yeah. And I'm going to read and I'm going to work out and I'm going to, I'm going to do all this before I go to work. So now I have to wake up at like 3.30 AM, uh, which means I have to go to bed by seven and that, uh, I'm not even home by seven. Right. <laughs> so it, it, we set up this impossible, crazy you know, schedule of items and tasks and things. Whereas it's like, look, just do one little thing. What is one little thing that's going to get you closer to where you want to be? Right. And again, prioritizing our goals. Right. You know, this might be you pick it. You pick it because if you pick it, then you own it. Right. And you're just guiding them to that. Yeah. To that. Right. So we do a brain dump of all of the things and it's like, okay, this is great. So now let's get strategic about it. What is uh, maybe the one thing that you could do that if if you accomplish this, it would have a ripple effect in some of these other areas. Mm -hmm. Right. So we start with, uh, let's figure out where you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck, if you will. Right. right? Where you can, um, you can affect the greatest change, not just in that one area, but if it's going to affect everything else. 
Yeah, makes sense. And for me personally, I've been struggling uh, with my weight uh, post uh, a horrible car accident way back in 2005. I'm like, okay, girl, it's like getting on, uh, you know, almost a, a decade and a half we're going on now. So, and I, I, I am guilty. I had keep putting that to the end because, yeah. uh, you know, I would wake up early. I'm like, oh, I can get to work. I can get so much work done. <laughs> Um, so I would feel guilty to go to the gym. I have changed that up, okay. uh, for myself because look at it, you know, the healthier I am, the better I feel, the more energy I have, the more mentally focused I am then. So yeah, I, I'm getting up at four 30. I'm hitting the gym every day and I get more done as a result of that, of taking mm. that time for myself. Um, but convincing even myself of that was, you know, I'm it, it a friend of mine to kick me in the butt about it. And I was like, okay, I'm committing to you. I, I'm going to follow yeah. through on this. Well, I'm impressed because that's what I'm battling right now. Not so much about weight. It's about exercise for me. And I'm not getting any. I sit at my desk all day long, except I go downstairs right. to get more water or whatever. That's about it. <laughs> but anyway, so um, I'm actually, and I'm going to say this now, even though it'll, it won't air for a couple of months, I'm going to the rec center after this call to find out what is happening because it's two blocks away. I need to be okay. able to do that. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. All right. And text me okay. to tell me when you've done that. Okay. How about that? <laughs> yeah, that's even better, actually. Thank you. Yeah. Now I'll feel guilty if I don't go. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Guilt. It's okay. It's no, guilt. no, it's no. a no guilt zone. It's yeah. you know, when we make commitments to ourselves that we don't honor. Uh, that's, I mean, yes, you can make yourself guilty depending if you yeah. grew up in a household like mine. Sure. Yeah. Uh, however, I, lived, I grew up with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Greek, right? Yeah. Same thing. Like guilt. yeah. Um, but I, I look at it as look, it, it's a data point, right? Mm -hmm. So take all emotion out of it. It's a data point. So why would I commit to myself? Uh, if I committed to someone else that I was going to be there for them, I guarantee you I'd be there hundred yes. percent unless yeah. something horrific happened to me along the way or whatever, I would be there. So why am I not showing up that way for myself? Yeah. Great. Right? Um, and for me now I'm getting older. So it's not just about being cute. I mean, I love the idea of being cute. Trust me. I'd love to be cute well into my hundreds, <laughs> Yes, but it's about staying mobile, being able to, you know, functionally live Absolutely. life and to be independent. Right. I don't want to be that little old lady shuffling along yeah. hunched over. And so it's like, I got to, it's now or never, right? Yeah, we got to do yeah. this. That's so cool. So last question. Uh, well, two, two questions. First question. Um, I love to ask my guests this question because I am um, always talking about curiosity. So um, this is a two part question. Number part one, do you believe that, and you're, um, you're a, a psychologist. Yes. A mental health counselor. Yeah. Okay. I'm a master's yeah. level person. Right. So yeah. Um, you'll have an answer, I'm sure, about this. Do you believe that um, uh, curiosity is innate or learned? And then part two is really, what are you most curious about these days? Mm. I think curiosity, it, we're probably, we are born with curiosity, a, a healthy level of curiosity. That's my personal <laughs> opinion. Yeah. Um, but it gets trained out of us. 
um, which is the sad part. So if you think about being a little kid, that's why I love working with young kids, uh, zero to six, because nothing is off limits. They're curious about everything. They want to know how everything works. Why? Why? How? What? Let's try this, right? And somehow as we get older, um, we you know, get told by well-meaning family, friends, teachers, coaches, whoever, uh, that we need to be more realistic, right? <laughs> and yeah. stop asking so many questions. And we uh, kind of shrivel up into our little, but I'm always curious. I, I love this, um, this trait. Curiosity is the precursor to learning, right? Mm. When you have a question, when you question something, and that's how I learn. Sometimes people get irritated with it because they think I'm, I'm not debating you. I'm, I'm debating my own mind. I'm questioning my own beliefs and my own um, biases, if you will, mm -hmm. uh, to figure out, you know, is this a, a valid way of thinking or not, or is it okay to, you know, to let it go, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I'm always curious. Um, I'm always learning uh, all this new technology. Uh, I mean, we just talked about ChatGPT. So I'm all over that. And there's so much to learn. I'm always, if you could see, um, it's in the other room, unfortunately. I have stacks of like old school books, you know. Yeah, that I love them. Yeah. I have one here too. <laughs> so um, I love to read about everything, anything. Um, mostly about business, uh, new technology, uh, marketing, and how that's changing, mm -hmm. uh, how we can use technology also to build relationships. Mm -hmm. There's no, um, you know, there's, there's no substitute for human to human connection. Right. I agree. Um, and especially in those early years, that is paramount. Mm -hmm. um, that's a whole other thing we can do because people are giving their kids homegrown ADHD with all these devices, you know, I know, you know what yeah. I saw last night I saw on Jeopardy because I watched Jeopardy. I love Jeopardy. Um, they had a, a, a category. I forget what they called it, but it was basically nursery rhymes mm. and they did not do well on that category <laughs> at all. They were most, they were younger. One, one was older than the other two people. I, Who knows it, nursery rhymes anymore, right? Exactly. And it was right. like, oh my goodness. And but it, it's um, it's important for life. And again, not that it can't be done another way, yeah. but why those things were popular in our day uh, was uh, language learning, pattern learning, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. When we connect with another human, babies, um, you know, I... I saw something, uh, and here's my new thing. I, I'm not a huge TikTok person, but I noticed that people post a lot of stuff with their kids. Yes. So I'm going to be doing a lot of those, um, they call it a stitch or a duet where you're on the other side and you're reacting. Um, so I'm going to be giving oh, cool. some reactions to some okay. parenting stuff. So I'm like, you know, a six month old needs to learn who takes care of them, right? So they cry, someone shows up. Uh, caring, touch, holding, um, babbling back and forth, right? The little peekaboo thing. This is called yes. serve and turn, uh, serve and return um, communication, which is so important for brain development. Mm -hmm. So, and the brain learns its pattern seeking. Mm. So, when you put a six month old in front of a screen to quiet them down, yes, it works in the moment but they're also reacting to that screen and how quickly everything is moving, right? All of these things are very fast. 
So that's what I mean when I say we're making homegrown ADHD. Yeah. If you think of even going back to the old shows we used to watch. I was telling um, my significant other of uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Mm-hmm. If any of the young folks out there go Google an old episode, <laughs> the whole thing was the guy coming home and he was so quiet and he would take off his jacket yeah. and put on his sweater and then take off his dress shoes and yeah. put on his, yeah. that was Die, like the right? whole freaking show. <laughs> and there was like maybe five, 10 minutes of actual content. Yeah. And we were mesmerized. I remember yeah. Like looking at the screen, like, oh my gosh, what? It, and I knew exactly what he was going to yes. do next, but it he was so calming and yes. soothing. And now everything is like that, 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 that. And that's how our brains are now becoming patterned to work yeah. at that speed. So it, yeah. it it's a, can be a good thing in some ways and a bad thing in others. That's yeah. like a whole other, we could do a whole day training. Yes, we could that. actually. I know. <laughs> so. I know watching that and the, and the screens and the screen time with even my three and a half year old granddaughter, I, she is a whiz at doing jigsaw puzzles mm-hmm. in person jigsaw puzzles, really amazing at three and a half. And then my daughter, my, her aunt, put her on an app online for doing jigsaw puzzles online, which I'm not really excited about, but I watched her do one and she's just as quick. And it's the, you know, the, the, you know, seeing the piece, I don't know how our brain works, but she does a really good job, but I still don't want to forget the in-person tactile piece, pieces Mm -hmm. of doing it because, and what I've noticed is my daughter will say, okay, you have five minutes, then the timer's going off or whatever. That's happening. But anyway, that's another whole story. Yeah. I mean, I'm not anti devices, but it should be the, the exception rather than the rule for parenting for little ones. Um, There's no, there's no substitute for you uh, having one-on-one floor time preferably yeah. yes. uh, with your child. Yeah, definitely. I stand by that. I'll fight anybody. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been delightful. And I know that you offered a free um, uh, challenge to my audience and uh, with a link that I will put in the show notes. Would you like to share what sure. that is? And, and uh, then we'll wrap sure. up. Sure. It's a, it's a little program called seven days of no challenge. So uh, we talked about having poor boundaries and that many of us commit to so many things. I I always say you got no business even doing, they're saying yes to. Um, And so this, uh, it's videos of me, a video you'll get uh, every day. It's a short, fun, crazy, uh, just something else to say no to and to take some inventory in your own life. Uh, and so by the end of that week, you should have definitely a better awareness of the things that you're doing that you have no business doing uh, or committing to and uh, how, how to do that. How to I'll, be, I'll be signing up. That sounds like fun. Okay. So, much. so one last tip for my audience around relationships, however you want it to be, whatever you want to say. Uh, I have to go back to relationships are everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, they are paramount to everything. I don't care how much technology we have or whatever relationships are key um, to not just child development, but adult uh, development and healthy mental health, right? Yes. Um, So yes, Uh, always value your relationships, always take the time to spend with the important people in your life, whoever they are, significant others, family, friends, 
the family you've created out of your friends, whatever that is, whoever that is, um, that, you know, that be valued and prioritized in your life. That's a, that was worth reiterating. Absolutely. Thank you for that. And thank you for being here. Um, Thanks, my pleasure. Yeah, it was a delight. And thank you to my audience. If you like what you heard, please leave a review and remember to subscribe so you'll get the next episode as well. And uh, thank you again to Maria and uh, her information will be in the show notes. And remember to stay connected and be remembered. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If this show has inspired you to reach out to connect to someone new or nurture a current or past relationship, and you think that others can benefit from listening, please share this episode. If you have feedback or questions about the episode, please leave a note in the comment sections below. If you would like to receive automatic updates of new podcast episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or from the podcast app on your mobile device. Ratings and reviews from my listeners are extremely valuable to me and greatly appreciated. They help the podcast rank higher on iTunes, which exposes my show to more awesome listeners like you. So if you have a minute, please leave an honest review on iTunes. And remember to stay connected and be remembered.